things that I believe God is doing in this season. Y una de las cosas que yo creo que Dios está haciendo en esta temporada. Our lives. Nuestras vidas. Are are divided. Están divididas. By seasons. Por temporadas. And we have to learn how to discern each season of our lives. Y tenemos que entender, aprender cómo discernir cada temporada en nuestras vidas. If we don't learn how to discern each season of our lives, si no aprendemos a discernir las temporadas en nuestra vida, we will lose the opportunities that come. Vamos a perder las oportunidades que vienen. We will miss what God wants to do in that moment. Vamos a perder lo que Dios quiere hacer en ese momento. So it's very crucial Así que es muy crucial that we understand the season that we're living in. Que entendamos la temporada en la que you can read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 it says for every purpose under heaven there is a time and a season many people in this world understand this principle and they're not even believers but they take opportunity they discern the season they're in and they become effective so I want to live my life knowing that I was effective for Jesus I want to live my life that when I end up at the end and I look back I have no regrets because the biggest regret in life is when you look back and you say I never did that I never tried this I had the opportunity and I never took it I was reading a book once and they were talking and the person that was writing the book was friends with somebody that took care of the elderly the elderly in homes where they were uh, just about to die for many years and person after person after person they all had a common thing when they were on their deathbed they had one regret Tenían un solo arrepentimiento. They never tried. Nunca intentaron. Or took advantage. O tomaron ventaja. Of an opportunity. De una oportunidad. They always regretted it. Siempre lo se arrepintieron de eso. If they could go back in time. Si pudieran regresar el tiempo. They said I would have tried this differently. Ellos decían hubiese tal vez tratado esto de manera diferente. I would have been more bold. Hubiese sido más eh sorry bold. Eh bold is más audaz I would have wanted to take more risks I wanted to live my life too carefully I wanted to live my life too carefully and I took no risks and this person said that the greatest regret of people in their deathbed is to have never tried or taken advantage of an opportunity. 
tomaron provecho de una oportunidad. So our lives are lived by seasons. Así que nuestras vidas son vividas por temporadas. And we have to discern the season we're in. Tenemos que discernir la temporada en la que estamos. Your life is in a season right now. Tu vida está en una temporada ahora mismo. And when you understand the season you're in you'll be able to understand what you have to do in that season there are things that you did last season that you don't necessarily have to do this season maybe God wants you to repeat something you already learned Tal vez Dios quiere que repitas algo que ya aprendiste. Or he wants you to learn something you've never done before. Quieres que aprendas algo que nunca has hecho antes. And each season is initiated by the transformation of the heart. A través de la transformación del corazón. God will never take you to your next season Dios nunca te va a a tu until you pass the test. Hasta que pases la He will never take you to the next season Él nunca te va a a la until your heart was transformed hasta que tu se ha and you learned what you needed to learn in that season. Y lo que que en esa Because what you went through in this season lo que en esta what you're going through in this season is going to prepare you for the next season so if he takes you to the next season and you didn't have established in your heart what you needed for this season you won't have what you need to fulfill the next assignment amen so just like you're in a season you're in your personal life en tu vida personal. you're also going through a season in your marriage life you're also going through a season in your family life then you're going through another season in your workplace y otra donde or your business o tu every area of your life Cada área de tu vida has a season tiene una my marriage life is in a different season because now I have a daughter nine months ago ten months ago it was in another season now we need to understand we're in a new season my business is in a new season right so we need to discern the seasons for everything in our lives and here in new Christian generation we are a community and we're in a new season amen we're in a new season so now we need to discern what God wants to do in this season how many of you want to know what God wants for this season so there where you are I want you to close your eyes and I want you to prepare your mind and heart for this word Father God we worship you we surrender our hearts this morning because we know that in order to be fruitful we need to be planted this morning fill your people 
with your word with your presence your word makes us clean your word guides us your word is a lamp to our feet and a light for our path your word let it be hidden in our hearts your word sustains us your word is what allows us to remain your word renews our strength your word gives us wisdom revelation your word feeds us nurtures us so right now we receive this word not just with our minds but with our hearts not just with our reasoning but with our spirit Holy Spirit reveal to me the word of God Holy Spirit reveal to me the season I'm living in as I hear this word show me how to live in this season in this house that you have placed me I don't want to waste my time I don't want to waste my life because the time is now I don't want to miss the opportunity because I want to be in your perfect will if I'm in your will if I'm in your will I'm in the safest place on earth if I'm in your will I shall not be afraid if I'm in your will I should not be anxious if I'm in your will I will receive strength if I'm in your will I will receive peace so this morning Holy Spirit we surrender our hearts there where you are tell him Holy Spirit I surrender my heart I surrender my mind I let go all anxiety all weariness every thought that, I, that doesn't need to be in my mind right now and I receive your word I activate my faith to receive your word in Jesus name amen and amen amen if you, if you have something to take notes with si tienes algo para tomar notas, please take notes. Por favor, tomen notas. Uh, in, 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 our, in our core team with the youth, en nuestro liderazgo de jóvenes, en nuestro equipo, el núcleo, nuestro equipo nuclear, ¿se dice? O core team. Sí, the, equipo, sí. Nuestro equipo de liderazgo de jóvenes, our leadership team for we, the we have this, this habit of always taking notes. Tenemos el hábito de siempre tomar notas. We want to create a culture of, of taking notes. Queremos crear una cultura de tomar notas. Amen. And the reason why we take notes y la razón por la que tomamos notas is because when you take notes, es porque cuando tomas notas, you, you captivate or you receive tú recibes um, what you hear lo que escuchas um, 80% more. 80% más when, than just listening. Que solo when you listen, escuchas, you'll just remember about 
10 to 20%. Te vas a recordar solo del 10 al 20%. When you write it down, pero cuando lo escribes, you'll have 80%. Vas a recordar el 80%. So we always write notes. Así que siempre escribimos notas. Because we know that God wants to speak into our lives. Porque sabemos que Dios quiere hablar a nuestras vidas. I think it was a uh, um, Joel or Habakkuk. Creo que fue Habacuc. That God told them write down the vision in tablets. Que Dios le dijo, escribe la visión en piedras. He said, write them down. Escríbelas. He told Moses, write down the Ten Commandments. Le dijo a Moisés, escribe los diez mandamientos. The apostles wrote the Gospels. Los apóstoles escribieron los evangelios. The apostle Paul wrote the letters. El apóstol Pablo escribió las letras. Moses wrote the first four or five books of the Bible. Moses wrote the first four or five books of the Bible. Moisés escribió los primeros cuatro o cinco libros de la Biblia. So, um, writing and taking notes Así que y tomar notas is a part of, of our walk with God. Es parte de con Dios. Amen? Hmm. My, my, I like reading. A mí me gusta leer. And my wife doesn't like reading. A mi no le gusta leer. So I told her, listen to an audiobook. Así que yo le digo, un, un, eh, audiolibro. Or, or we read together. O or if I buy her a book that she likes, she'll read it. But um, the word, Jesus became the word. Pero Jesús se convirtió en la palabra. And that word is in us. Y esa palabra está en nosotros. Amen. John chapter 15, verse 1. Juan, capítulo 15, versículo 1. John chapter 15, verse 1. Juan 15, 1. When you have it, say amen. Cuando lo tenga, diga amen. If you have it on your phone, your tablet, si your physical Bible, when you have it, say amen. All right. John chapter 15, verse 1. Juan, capítulo 15, versículo 1. We'll read it together. I am the true vine. Yo soy la vid verdadera. And my father is the vine dresser. Y mi padre es el labrador. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, el corta de mi rama que no produce fruto, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Y poda las ramas que sí dan fruto. That it may be, that it may bear more fruit. Para que den aún más. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Ustedes ya han sido podados y purificados por el mensaje que les di. Abide in me. Permanezcan en mí. And I in you. Y yo permaneceré en ustedes. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Pues una rama no puede producir fruto. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Si la cortan de la vid y ustedes tampoco pueden ser fructíferos, unless you abide in me, a menos que permanezcan en mí. I am the vine. Ciertamente yo soy la vid. This is Jesus speaking. Este es Jesús hablando. I am the vine. Yo soy la vid. You are the branches. Ustedes son las ramas. He who abides in me, los que permanecen en mí, and I in him, y yo en ellos, bears much fruit. Producirán mucho fruto. For without me, porque separados de mí, you can do nothing. No pueden hacer nada. Everybody say nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, el que no permanece en mí, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. Es desechado como rama inútil y seca. If anyone does not abide in me, todas esas ramas does not abide in me. If he does, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. El que no permanezca en mí es desechado como rama inútil y se seca. And they and they gather them and throw them into the fire. Todas esas ramas se juntan en un montón para quemarlas en el fuego. If you abide in me, si ustedes permanecen en mí, and my words abide in you, y mis palabras permanecen en ustedes, you will ask what you desire. Pueden pedir lo que quieran. I'm going to repeat that again. 
if you abide in me lo voy a repetir, si permanecen en mí, and my words abide in you y mis palabras permanecen en ustedes, you will ask what you desire pueden pedir lo que quieran, and it shall be done for you y les será concedido. By, my father, by this my father is glorified Eso le da mucha gloria a mi padre. that you bear much fruit Cuando producen mucho fruto demuestran que son mis verdaderos discípulos. Eso le da mucha gloria a mi padre. So by this my father is glorified. Eso le da mucha gloria a mi padre. That you bear much fruit. Que den mucho fruto. So you will be my disciples. Para que sean mis discípulos. So I am a disciple of Jesus. Así que yo soy un discípulo de Jesús. Based on the fruit that I bear. Basado en el fruto que yo dé. And based on the fruit that I bear. Y y basado en el fruto que yo de, my father is glorified mi padre es glorificado. you don't glorify God just because you sing a song you don't glorify the father just because you come to church you glorify the father when you bear fruit al padre cuando das fruto. and you become a true disciple of Jesus y te conviertes en un discípulo verdadero de Jesús when you bear fruit cuando das fruto. and if you abide in him y si permaneces en él, and he abides in you y él permanece en ti, he literally says ask what you desire él literalmente dice, Pida lo que quieras. but there is an order Pero hay un orden. we always like to ask what we desire Siempre queremos pedir lo que deseamos. and then we want to do what God wants y luego hacemos lo que Dios quiere que hagamos. but the Lord says bear fruit Pero el Señor dice, Den fruto. be my disciple Sean mis discípulos. abide in me Permanezcan en mí. and then you can ask what you desire y luego puedes pedir lo que deseas. so we are the church Así que somos la iglesia. the building is not the church el edificio no es la iglesia. The church is a community of believers that know they are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. La iglesia es una comunidad de creyentes que saben que son la luz del mundo y sal de la tierra. We are the church. Somos la iglesia. People are the church. La gente es la iglesia. Not the building. No el edificio. The organization is not the church. La organización no es la iglesia. The logo NGC is not the church. El logo de NGC no es la iglesia. The music that we listen to is not the church. La música que escuchamos no es la iglesia. We are the church, the Somos people. La iglesia, las personas. You and I. Tú y yo. So look at the person next to you and say, we are the church. We are the light of the world Somos la luz del mundo and the salt of the earth. Y la sal de la tierra. And like I was saying, as an, as an NGC family, we're living in a new season, new beginnings. Uh, just because it says new beginnings Solo dice doesn't mean we're starting all over again. No que otra vez todo. It just means that we're starting on top of what we already established last season. Significa que estamos empezando en base de lo que ya construimos en la temporada pasada quiero que escuches esto otra vez solo porque decimos nuevos comienzos no quiere decir que estamos empezando desde cero significa que estamos empezando esta nueva temporada on top of the building block, encima de lo que construimos on top of the building block, the brick, encima del ladrillo of our last season so look at the neighbor to your other side and say we are living in a new beginning and God uh, uh, was showing me that it was just like John chapter 15 
Y Dios me estaba mostrando que era como Juan capítulo 15. Shout out to uh, Carlos and Nidia for bringing their plant. Gracias Carlos y Nidia por traer su planta. I couldn't find one yesterday. Ayer no pude encontrar ninguna. But they brought this beautiful plant. Y trajeron ellos esta hermosa planta. It's a real plant. Es una planta real. Right? It's a real plant. I have a fake one at home. Tengo una falsa en mi casa. I'm like, I can't give you guys an example with a fake plant at home. Yo decía, no les puedo dar un ejemplo con una planta falsa que ahí que tengo en mi casa. I gotta give it to you with a real plant. Tengo que darles el ejemplo con una planta real. So God is not growing us from the outside to the inside. Dios no nos está haciendo crecer de afuera hacia adentro. He's growing us from the inside to the outside. Él nos está haciendo crecer de adentro hacia afuera. Amen. I want you to think about that. Even though sometimes we might not see with our physical eyes the evidence of growth. All we know is that what is growing is invisible to the human eye and invisible to the human logic because what's growing inside porque lo que está creciendo dentro is in the secret place. está en el lugar secreto. Is in the eternal realm. Es en el eternal realm, el ámbito eterno. So what is growing Así que lo que está creciendo begins to grow downwards. Empieza a crecer hacia abajo. Uh, uh, you know, God always likes using illustrations of plants and trees and roots and seeds. Dios usa muchos ejemplos de plantas, árboles, raíces y semillas. Uh, uh, he planted the Garden of Eden. Él plantó el jardín del Edén. Throughout the Bible, you see many men of God planted trees. A través de la Biblia podemos ver a muchos hombres de Dios plantando árboles. So when God, uh, what God is doing, así que lo que Dios está haciendo, is that He's growing us from the inside out. Es que nos está haciendo crecer de adentro hacia afuera. Uh, uh, so look at the person next to you and tell them, I'm growing, but you can't see it yet. Así que mira la persona que está a tu lado y dile, estoy creciendo, pero no, no lo puedes, puedes ver, ver todavía. todavía. I'm going to be a big tree Voy a un árbol muy with a lot of fruit. Con mucho fruto. But you can't see it yet right now. Pero no lo ver o, 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 si, o si se le ve una ramita chiquita, be like, it's okay, it's Or okay. Or maybe if you see like a small branch, just say, it's okay. It's okay. It's going gonna, gonna to be a big one. It's going to be Va a ser big una one. Rama muy so there are four questions I believe God is asking us this morning. Many times God doesn't speak to us because we don't ask questions. Right, Lucho? Many times God doesn't speak to us because we don't ask questions. Uh, we don't, and we don't listen. We just pray. We talk. Some of us don't even pray. We complain and we call it prayer. And then when we're finished with our prayer, instead of listening to God, Selah, we just, we complain, we pray, and then we leave. And then God was like, I couldn't even tell you what I, my answer. So I, I, I believe that God is asking us four questions this morning. And there where you are. Take this word for yourself. Don't think about fulanito that needs to be here and listen to this word. No, no. Think about yourself. So there's four questions I believe God is asking us this morning. In what soil are we in? 
Number two, dos, are we allowing our roots to develop? Que las y se are we bearing fruit? Dando If so, y, what type of fruit? Si es así, ¿qué tipo de fruto? I'm going to repeat the questions again. Voy a estas otra vez. In what soil am I in? ¿En qué Am I allowing my roots to develop? Estoy permitiendo que mis raíces se desarrollen. Am I bearing fruit? Estoy dando fruto. What type of fruit am I bearing? ¿Y qué tipo de fruto estoy dando? I'm going to repeat the questions again. Voy a repetir las preguntas otra vez. In what soil am I in? ¿En qué terreno estoy? Am I allowing my roots to develop? Estoy permitiendo que mis raíces se desarrollen. Am I bearing fruit? Estoy dando fruto. And what type of fruit am I bearing? ¿Y qué tipo de fruto estoy dando? Colossians chapter 2 verse 7. Colosenses capítulo 2 versículo 7. You could read it. I'll read it in English while you find it in Spanish. Perfect. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him. This is the amplified version, by the way. Fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught and abandoning and overflowing with, in it with thanksgiving. Dice, arraiguense profundamente en él y edifiquen toda la vida sobre él. Entonces la fe de ustedes se fortalecerá en la verdad que se les enseñó y rebosarán de gratitud. Read it again. Arraiguense profundamente en él y edifiquen toda la vida sobre él. Entonces la fe de ustedes se fortalecerá en la verdad que se les enseñó y rebosarán de gratitud. Amen. John chapter 15 verse 16. Juan 15 versículo 16. John chapter 15 verse 16. Juan 15 16. And while I read this, um, Jose Miguel, if you could put the picture with all the plants and the roots showing. John chapter 15, verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have appointed you, I have planted you, have planted you, that you might go and bear fruit, and keep on bearing, and that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain, abide, so that whatever you ask my Father in my name, representing all that I am, he may give it to you. Ustedes no me eligieron a mí, yo los elegí a ustedes. Les encargué que vayan y produzcan frutos verdaderos. Así el Padre les dará todo lo que pidan en mi nombre. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 3. Proverbios capítulo 12 versículo 3. I'm going to read this uh, this translation is called the Passion translation. And Voy a leer la eh, traducción Pasión. Pasión. And I want you to listen to what it says. You can translate the exact words. It says, Proverbs 12, 3. You can't expect success by doing what's wrong. But the lives of the lovers are deeply rooted and firmly planted. Firmemente. Firmemente. We repeat it again. You can't expect success by doing what's wrong. No puedes esperar éxito haciendo lo que está mal. But the lives of his lovers. Pero las vidas de los que le aman. How many of you love God? Cuántos de ustedes aman a Dios? How many of you love Jesus? Cuántos aman a Jesús? The lives of his lovers. Las vidas de los que le aman. Are deeply rooted. Son profundamente arraigadas. And firmly planted. Y firmemente plantadas. So what is soil? Así que, ¿qué es terreno? Soil is loose material which lies on top of the land. El terreno es material suelto 
que descansa encima de un de una de la tierra. Tierra. It has many things in it. Tiene muchas cosas en en ella. Like tiny grains of rock. Como pequeños eh, granos de roca. Minerals. Minerales. Water. Agua. Air. Y aire. Soil has living things. El terreno tiene cosas vivientes. And dead things in it. Y cosas también muertas. It's called organic matter. Se llama materia orgánica. Soil is important for life on earth. El terreno es importante para la vida en la tierra. Because soil holds water and nutrients. Porque el terreno contiene agua y nutrientes. So soil, listen to this, soil it has broken down little tiny rocks. El terreno, escuche esto, tiene pequeñas partículas de roca. So soil is a place Así que el terreno es un lugar where there is living things donde hay cosas que viven dead things cosas muertas there is broken down rocks hay rocas que son partidas en partículas very pequeñas, little muy pequeñas and the Lord was showing me y el Señor me estaba mostrando like the parable that Jesus talked about throwing seeds como la parábola que dijo Jesús acerca de tirar semillas you see the, the soil cannot be where there is a, a strong rock Así que el terreno no puede estar donde hay una roca fuerte. The soil is your heart. El terreno es tu corazón. So if, if there is, whenever there is, your heart is hardened, Pero así cuando, cuando tu corazón está endurecido, you cannot produce anything. No puedes producir nada. You can have the right intention. Puedes tener la intención correcta. You can have the desire. Puedes tener el deseo. But if your heart is hardened, Pero si tu corazón está endurecido, nothing will grow. Nada va a crecer. It is not until God begins to break the heart. No es hasta que Dios empiece a romper into little tiny pieces ese corazón en partículas that pequeñas it becomes soil que empieza a ser terreno a fertile soil un terreno fértil where he can begin to grow something donde él puede empezar a crecer algo amen so roots are permanently I'm sorry soil is the ideal place for growth el terreno es el lugar ideal para crecimiento are you guys receiving or is this boring? ¿Están recibiendo o está aburrido? Soil is ideal for growth. El terreno es ideal para crecimiento. Because soil retains nutrients. Porque retiene nutrientes. Soil is organic. El terreno es orgánico. It's not fake. No es falso. It's real. Es real. Amen. Soil contains oxygen. El terreno contiene oxígeno. Soil contains water. Contiene agua. Soil has the rock min minerals. Tiene minerales. In other words, soil represents brokenness. En otras palabras, representa quebrantamiento. When there is brokenness in your relationship with God. Cuando hay quebrantamiento en tu relación con Dios. The Bible says that God is close to those who are brokenhearted. La Biblia dice que Dios está cerca de aquellos que tienen el corazón quebrantado. Because whenever there there is a broken heart. Porque cuando cuando hay un corazón quebrantado. It's not talking about that a boy or a girl broke your heart. No está hablando de que alguien te rompió el corazón. It's talking about when there is a a desire that comes from within, a hunger for God. Está hablando de un deseo que viene de lo más profundo, un hambre por Dios. It's when you close the door behind you and the first words that come out of your mouth is tears coming out of your eyes. Es como cuando cierras la puerta y lo primero que sale de ti ni siquiera son palabras sino lágrimas. It's like a picture that I saw on Facebook the other day. Como una foto que vi en Facebook el otro día. Somebody uh, uh, opened a letter abrió una carta, and the letter was filled with, with tears. Y la carta estaba llena de lágrimas. It was all wet. Estaba toda mojada. And then at the bottom, y al abajo decía, the, the person said amen. 
la persona escribió amén. Sometimes our prayers are tears. A veces nuestras oraciones son lágrimas. So God is with those who are broken. Así que Dios está aquellos que son quebrantados. Soil contains dead organisms. El terreno contiene organismos muertos. Soil contains living things. El terreno contiene cosas vivas. Soil is the ideal place for plants to grow. El terreno es el lugar ideal para que las plantas crezcan. Our hearts are the place where God wants to sow his Nuestros seeds. Nuestros corazones son ese lugar donde Dios quiere sembrar las semillas. Water roots. ¿Qué son raíces? So when we see the, the soil here, cuando vemos el terreno aquí, um, esta foto, you see the organic layer on the top. Ven la capa orgánica en el tope. But there are moments in our lives where our heart looks like the bedrock. When we are in a season in our lives where our hearts are hardened, God cannot grow anything there. Dios no puede hacer crecer nada allí. Even when you get to the third layer or fourth layer, Incluso si llegas al tercero cuarto capa, it is said that there is even uh, toxins and, and poison sometimes there in the soil in the in the dirt. Y se dice que también hay eh, toxinas y veneno. Veneno. Sometimes en, there in the dirt deep in the ground. Allí en ese terreno. And nothing can grow there because uh, it's toxic. Y nada puede crecer allí porque es tóxico. It, it is not only until you get to the organic layer. No es hasta que llegues a la capa orgánica. You see, God, God's burden. Eh, el corazón o la. God's burden, la carga de Dios. La carga de Dios. Is light. Es ligera. You see, our burdens. Nuestras cargas. Compared to Jesus' burden. Comparada a la carga de Jesús. Our burden is heavy. Es pesada la de nosotros. But it's small. Pero es pequeña. Our burden is heavy, Nuestra carga es pesada, but it's small. Pero es pequeña. But the burden of Jesus pero la carga de Jesús is huge, es enorme, but light. Pero ligera. So when God gives you his burden, Así que cuando Dios te da su carga, it's stronger than your burden, it's bigger than your burden, es I mean. Más grande que tus cargas, but it's light. Pero es ligera. It's lighter. Es más ligera. Our burdens Nuestras cargas are heavy, son pesadas, but small. pero pequeñas. When we surrender our burdens, Cuando rendimos nuestras cargas, he gives us a bigger burden. Él nos da una carga más grande, but it's lighter. pero mucho más ligera. And that's the revelation that many people don't understand. Y esa es la revelación que muchas personas no entienden. That's why many people get scared. Por eso muchas personas se asustan. When they get close to God. Cuando se acercan a Dios. They don't want commitment. Porque no quieren compromiso. Because they think that God's burden is too heavy. Porque piensan que la carga de Dios es muy pesada. Because they're basing God's burden. Porque están basando la carga de Dios. On their own burden. En sus propias cargas. But they don't understand that it's not until they let go. Pero no and let God that God is going to begin to remove that burden and give them a bigger burden but it's lighter. You see, because when we carry our burden we are carrying ourselves. When we carry God's burden God is carrying us. I'm going to say that again. 
When we carry our burden, cargas, we are carrying ourselves. But when, when we carry God's burden, Dios, God carries us himself. So water roots. You can put the picture of the roots again. Roots are the part which attaches to the ground to support typically underground. Las raíces son la parte de la planta que se attaches, um, que se agarran de la tierra and support y apoyan the plants. la planta. The roots is what uh, conveys or gives the water and, and nourishment to the rest of the plant. Las raíces son los que son las que le dan el agua y los nutrientes al resto de la planta. So roots permanently attached to the soil. Así que las raíces permanentemente se arraigan del terreno. Roots support the plant so the plant can stay las firm. Las raíces soportan a la planta para que pueda permanecer firme. Roots absorb the nutrients of the soil. Las raíces absorben los nutrientes del terreno. Roots grow deeper and wider than the plant itself. Las raíces crecen mucho más profundo y ancho que la misma planta. In most plants. En casi todas las plantas. Roots grow according to the potential of the plant. Las raíces crecen de acuerdo al potencial de la planta. Some of us get really upset. God, why are you taking so long? Muchos de nosotros nos molestamos, Señor, ¿por qué te estás tardando tanto? I want to see the fruit. Quiero ver el fruto. It's because your potential is great. Es porque tu potencial es grande. So the roots need to be deeper and wider. Así que las raíces tienen que ser profundas y amplias. Roots are the part of the plant that feeds off the soil, what the soil contains. Las raíces son la parte de la planta que alimenta que la alimentan de lo que contiene el terreno. Your roots always have to be bigger and deeper than the plant. Tus raíces siempre tienen que ser más grandes y profundas que la planta. So when God plants a seed in the soil of our heart, cuando Dios planta una semilla en el terreno de nuestro corazón, He begins to develop a root system. Él empieza a desarrollar un sistema de raíces. What is the fruit? ¿Qué es el fruto? Fruit is the product of a healthy plant. El fruto es el producto de una planta saludable. Fruit is when people taste your life. El fruto es cuando las personas prueban tu vida. And it tastes like Jesus. Y sabe a Jesús. I'm going to repeat that again. <laughs> fruit is when people taste your life. El fruto es cuando alguien prueba tu vida. And it tastes like Jesus. Y sabe a Jesús. Wow. I'm going to print that and put it on the shirt. <laughs> Hidden underneath rich fruit. Eh, escondida debajo de eh, fruta rica fruta rica yes lies a strong and deep root system hay un sistema profundo de raíces absorbing all the nutrients from the rich soil absorbiendo todos los nutrientes del terreno it is in the inner world of our hearts es en, en lo más interno de nuestros corazones where God grows us into people who bear fruit that honor him donde Dios crece en where God grows us into people who bear fruit donde Dios nos hace crecer como personas que dan fruto and that honor him y que lo honran a él so Jesus said just like the tree is identified by the type of fruit y así Jesús dijo así como el árbol es identificado por el tipo de fruto we will be identified by the type of fruit we bear vamos a ser identificados por el tipo de fruto que demos Good fruit is not the product of just the tree itself. Un buen fruto no es producto de un árbol en sí. 
Good fruit is the product of a tree that is planted in good soil. Un buen fruto es producto de un árbol que está plantado en un buen terreno. Correct. We identify a fruit by the way it looks. Identificamos un fruto de acuerdo a cómo luce, cómo se ve. I want you to put the rotten fruit picture on the, on Quiero the screen. Quiero que pongan you don't have el fruto. The, we identify the fruit by the way it smells. Identificamos el fruto por cómo huele. By the way it tastes. Como, por cómo sabe. And by the way it looks. Y por cómo se ve. If you go to the supermarket, si vas al supermercado, you're not going to grab a rotten fruit. No vas a agarrar una fruta podrida. You are así. willing to pay. Tú estás dispuesto a pagar. For good fruit. Por buen fruto. For tasty fruit. Por un fruto que sabe bien. You're even willing to pay extra. Y estás dispuesto a pagar incluso algo extra If it says organic. si dice orgánico. <laughs> you see, in the kingdom of God, en el reino de Dios, Jesus is looking to use people. Jesús está buscando usar personas. And he doesn't want to go up to you and see that. Y él no quiere verte a ti y encontrar algo así. He wants to grab the perfect fruit. Él quiere agarrar el fruto perfecto. Rich fruit. Sabroso. Because he wants you to glorify him through Porque your life. Él su a de tu vida. So, no one can change the fruit of a tree if the tree is rooted in contaminated soil or a dry place. There are trees that, for example, uh, um, get contaminated and have diseases with bugs. Incluso... Eh, plantas que están contaminadas eh, porque tienen insectos. So the insects come and they they contaminate the plant and give it a disease. Así que vienen y contaminan la planta y le dan una enfermedad, le transmiten una enfermedad. That's part of uh, here in Florida um, or here in United States and mainly in Florida the 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 fruit that sells the most. Y en Estados Unidos incluso aquí en Florida el fruto que más vende is oranges. Son las naranjas. And there has been uh, they're doing research. Y están haciendo eh, investigaciones. Because there is a disease that is killing the orange trees. Porque hay una enfermedad que está matando los árboles de naranjas. And they can never identify it until the tree is already dead. Y no pueden identificarlo hasta que el árbol está muerto. And this is produced by insects. Y es producido por insectos. Remember that in the scripture Satan is called the lord of the flies. Y recuerden que en la escritura Satanás es llamado el señor de las moscas. So many times demonic influence is going to want to come into your life and destroy the fruit that God is, is bearing. Muchas veces influenza demoníaca va a venir a tu vida y querer eh, dañar ese fruto. And a lot of demonic influence comes through distraction. Y mucha influenza demoníaca viene por distracciones. It comes through offense. Viene por ofensas. It comes through discouragement. Por desánimo. So the enemy likes to distract you. Así que el enemigo le gusta distraerte. Offend you. Ofenderte. He, he, he gives you fear. Él te da temor. Uh, uh, of COVID. Del COVID. Oh, I don't, don't want to serve God too much. No quiero servir a Dios mucho. Because I don't want to get COVID. Porque no quiero que me dé COVID. And the enemy begins to bring fear through offense. Maybe the pastor didn't call you. Or they didn't uh, take you into consideration for something. But remember that when God grows you and matures you, you're in the secret place. Sometimes God 
allows you to go through a season where nobody pays attention to a veces you. Dios te por una en la que nadie te because he wants to mold your character. Tu sometimes Sometimes God will allow the pastor to not even remember you. To test your heart. Are you here because of a pastor? Or are you here because of Jesus? Are you here because the pastor said hi to you on Sunday? Because your leader acknowledged your hard work? Or are you here because you're serving Jesus? You see, God will always test our hearts. And those little insects will always come and we are the ones who determine if we allow them to destroy our fruit either the tree moves to a different soil or the fruit will never change si el árbol no se mueve a una tierra diferente el fruto nunca va a cambiar So there are three soils that God wants us to establish in our lives. With this I finish. Number one is the soil of his presence. Number two is the soil of service. Number three, the soil of community. See, throughout scripture, one of the people that illustrates this is David. David knew about the soil of presence. David conoció el terreno de la presencia. He knew about the soil of service. Él conoció el terreno del servicio. And he knew about the, the soil of community. Y el terreno de comunidad. He would worship God with his harp while he took care of the sheep. Él adoraba a Dios con su corazón mientras cuidaba las ovejas. The Bible says that he was a man after God's heart. La Biblia dice que él era un hombre he has such a crazy revelation about the presence of God that he did things that nobody was able to do in the temple one time they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant una oportunidad estaban cargando, cargando el arca del pacto. El arca del pacto se cayó, un hombre la, la quiso agarrar para que no se cayera y el hombre murió. Levitas entraban al templo y adoraban a Dios, los levitas eran los escogidos para estar en el templo. Y hay veces caían muertos en la presencia de Dios. Nadie más excepto los levitas podían entrar en ese lugar. Si alguien más lo hacía moría. David tenía una relación con Dios tan íntima y una revelación tan profunda de, de, de la adoración revelation about worship que él entraba a ese lugar y nunca murió. that he would enter that place and he never died comía del pan de la presencia que dice la Biblia y nunca murió he would eat the bread of the presence and, and he never died ¿por qué? why? porque él, su vida estaba arraigada en la presencia de Dios because his life was rooted in the presence of God y no solamente eso that, pero cuando el profeta Samuel ungió para ser rey Samuel, lo ungió para ser rey anointed, anointed him to be king, 
Él ungió por un propósito. So every time that God anoints you, it's for a purpose. Así que cada vez que te unges por un propósito. Every time that God anoints you is for something. Cada vez que Dios te unge es para algo. God doesn't anoint you for yourself. Dios no te unge para ti mismo. God doesn't anoint you for recognition. Dios no te da un, una unción para God doesn't anoint you so that you can serve yourself. Para que puedas servirte a ti mismo. He anoints you for the purpose to serve other people. Él te unge para que puedas servir a otros. So when prophet Samuel anointed David to be the king he was basically telling David from now on your life will be service to God the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that the spirit of God is upon you and I and he has anointed us for what? to deliver to preach the good news Para libertar, predicar las buenas so, nuevas. so David is anointed Así que David es ungido in the soil of service en el terreno de servicio. and when he was in the soil of the presence y cuando estaba en el terreno de la presencia, in the soil of service y el terreno de servicio, he, it prepared him lo preparó to destroy Goliath publicly para destruir a Goliath públicamente. and when he killed Goliath publicly y cuando mató a David, a Goliath públicamente, he went from being alone with the sheep él pasó de estar solo con las ovejas so being in community with the king. a comunidad con el rey. So when he was with the king, Así que cuando estaba con el rey, the king saw he would serve the king. Él vio he would serve the king. Servía al rey. He would go to war. Iba a las guerras. And then problems began to happen. Y luego problemas empezaron a Because pasar. every time that you seek God and you serve him, Porque cada vez que buscas a Dios y lo sirves, the devil will attack you. El diablo te va a atacar. You see, when people tell me, you know, if you accept Jesus in your heart, everything's going to be fine. If this thing goes well, si esto va bien, and flows, y fluye, and flows, y fluye, it's from God. Es de Dios. Let me tell you something. Sometimes algo. what's from God a veces lo que es de Dios has the most opposition you will ever have in your life. La mayor que vas a tener en tu vida. So David was anointed to be king. Así que David fungido para ser rey, and instead of things flowing, y en vez de las cosas fluir, the king of that country el rey de ese país, wanted to kill him. Lo quería matar. So therefore, now David ends up in a cave Así que David terminó en una cueva, la cueva de 